Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon on a Monday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. KXNO 106.3 on the FM dial. It's Ken Miller and Trent Condon. We're with you for the next couple of hours and appreciate you spending some of your morning here with us. Can't promise a lot. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, my God. You know, I pride myself in coming in with energy, passion, ready to go. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I feel awful. Yeah. I'm just... You look like crap, by uh, the way. Yeah, I haven't shaved. It is... A <laughs> couple of guys coming off a couple of trips. That's what we got here today. And we are no longer 20-somethings, 30-somethings. No, no, no. 40-something, no. 60-something. Anyways, we will uh, talk some sports here in the next couple of hours. At the bottom of the hour, this is the BMW of Des Moines guest list, what it looks like today. Uh, last year, I thought it was uh, so successful when we had a couple of hockey voices, hockey media voices, uh, join us to uh, at least the beginning of the playoffs. We won't promise to do it uh, every single game or every single round, but probably a couple of times between now and the finals or the conference finals. But John Schaefer from WOI is a really good hockey mind. And, of course, Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Iowa Wild, will join Trent and I at the bottom of the hour. If you're a hockey fan, you're going to enjoy the 10.30 to 10.50 segment. If you're not, we hope you come back for 11 o'clock when we talk baseball with Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com or 11.30 when Scott Dockerman is going to join us from The Athletic. We'll catch up on the Hawks. As we do each and every Monday, Jamie, uh, Iowa State is Tuesday uh, when we have our friend on from 24-7 Sports, just so you know. As Petty Pollard struck again this morning, he's not happy with the coverage. Uh, we'll get into that in a, in, in a, sec, uh, in a minute or two. As uh, Jamie Pollard uh, tweeted uh, this morning, taking a shot at the Des Moines Register, this isn't media sticking up for media. If you've listened to this program over the 25 years, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not shy. Yeah, um, We'll throw rocks if we think that rocks deserve to be thrown. We'll get them thrown back at us, and they've been deserved over the course of that time period as well. Um, but we'll get into that, because I thought it was ridiculous. What he, I mean, for God's sakes, it's, it's softball. Uh, it's track. And you know what, Jamie, to be honest with you? If you were to look at your Twitter account, Jamie Pollard, you would think that you really didn't give a damn about softball because you tweeted 33 times about track and five about your softball team. Oh, imagine that. Hmm. So even an athletic department or an athletic director actually has something that he likes more? Apparently so. He's more engaged? I guess. And Trent, honestly, I mean, it's softball. Good for the girls. They're going for the first time since 88. It's a story. It's kind of a story. It's a story of May. It's a story in May, and it's a story for the family and friends and the few people that know about the program, and good luck to them. Wish them the best, but come on. Uh, I thought that that was Petty Pollard at his best, so we'll get into that here coming up. Did you see uh, right now at the front page of Des Moines Registered slash sports? I did not. Uh, the top of the right side article that kind of has a listing of seven, eight articles there. Yeah. Iowa State softball headed back to NCAA tournament 33 years later. Posted by Randy Peterson at 8.53 a.m. And what time did Pollard's tweet come in? It came in about 9 o'clock, if this is right. Mm, maybe you should have hit it at F5 and refreshed his browser before tweeting. Interested. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, hmm. Well, nonetheless, uh, Petty Pollard. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, I just, the guy says so many things right. Mm-hmm. So many things right. He's so good for the program. They just love him. And I guess this is one of the reasons they do. 
But don't you have to pick your fights? Mm-hmm. Don't you have to pick your? I mean, he's. The Des Moines Register gives them so much coverage, for God's sakes. You are down the middle. You do not have a dog in the fight. I do not. I grew up rooting for one side. Jamie does not. He has an athletic department that he runs. And he has a kid on the track team, too. Right, He's very very involved in track. So when you look at it, has there ever been a time in your, I mean, back and forth now for 30 years of living here, Mm -hmm. that you felt, boy, they are really pro Iowa. They're really pro Iowa State. You know what? Honestly, I thought that this place, when I first came over here, mm-hmm. I thought that Iowa State was underserved. Yeah. But for one thing, the, the blowtorch down the hall Absolutely. from Absolutely. Yep. And there was there was a lot of Hawkeye programming, mm-hmm. which was one of the reasons that we pushed so hard to get Cyclone Fanatic Radio on the air. Um, you know, Cyclone Voices on the air. But reading the paper, no, I never felt like that. I haven't either. And I've heard it from both sides. I've heard Hawkeye fans say, "Of course, oh, yeah, the rag. They hate. They hate the Hawkeyes." Mm-hmm. And the same thing for the, that means you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what this Precisely. is. But to go to Jamie Pollard and what he's doing here, this is what he is. This is what he yeah. does, and, and they love him for it, Trent. They do. Yep. Have you ever seen an athletic director? And we're obviously not as close to other programs across the country. That is this beloved, though. No. <laughs> Outside, no. I'm, I'm trying to think of. Oh, Andrew Luck's dad out of West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, Oliver, yeah. Uh, he was a big name, but mm-hmm. I don't even know the fan base if he was beloved. I yeah. mean, there very well could have been things, a sport cut here that, oh, we hate him. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a athlete, not, not even a top five list I could come well, up with. Well, do you remember when Pollard got kicked out of the high school gym? I don't know if it's been eight, ten years ago now for yes. berating or you had a problem with an official. And mm-hmm. even though Iowa State fans, a majority of them, had no idea about the... They thought it was probably the right. Jamie did the right thing. Must have been a bad call for Jamie to go there. <laughs> because Jamie, anyways. Yeah. Um, enough about that. Just a, just a ridiculous tweet. Uh, in my opinion, you guys can have your own opinion, obviously, and I'm sure that a lot of you that wear the cardinal gold don't see it my way. But I thought it was petty. So let's get uh, caught up um, on, uh, I guess, kind of the week that was. Uh huh. NFL schedules came out, which was fun to watch those unveilings, which I did. Feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, that was what, what last Wednesday. Yep. The baseball has been uh, been fun to watch. The Stanley Cup playoffs. Look, I know that when the two winter sports, um, when they collide at the NBA going up against the NHL, we know who's going to win the ratings war. It's mm-hmm. not even going to be close. But man, oh man, did the NHL, I thought, planted their flag in the ground yesterday. Trent, the games were unbelievable. If this is what we're going to get, and they're not all going to be this way, obviously, but man, they were entertaining. This, the, uh, how many was there yesterday? One, two, was there three? Three, three yeah. yesterday. And a regular one on season Saturday. game that really threw me off. Trent, and here's the worst part about that, what you're talking about, Calgary and Vancouver. They're out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The playoffs have started. They still have two games left. So I see last night after I got home, and I'm kind of scrolling through, all right, what am I going to watch tonight? I'm Padres Cardinals, all right, yeah. that's good. And I see NHL Network, Flames Canucks, and I'm, wait, weren't they awful? Right. What's going on here? And so I do, do a little Google search and see, so they have these games remaining. Mm-hmm. Is it basically to fulfill the TV contract? Is that what it is that they have to get? Yes, precisely. X number of games, one hundred percent right. And then you get all your. They are money. they're getting the advertising revenue. They've mm-hmm. been promised so many games, and they have to play them. <laughs> um, so they're going to play them. They play them in front of nobody. I mean, there's no fans nobody in Canada at- yet uh, allowed, um, which is a whole other story. Um, my mom died. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Week, right? And I can't even go to the funeral. Oh, really? It's today. In Canada yeah. and just... Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's great. I mean, that's not great. She was, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just the whole country, right? Yeah. They're just... And it's, I think, socialized medicine in a lot of ways. They just don't want the... They can't afford to take the pandemic medical hit. Mm-hmm. Can't take it lightly. Um, yeah, so there's so there you can't even can't even go to the games and they're still playing the games. Yeah. Anyways, um, so let's get uh, let's get the wild the, the wild game I watched Trent. on the flight home. So that was so by the way you're on Southwest. Yes, it was great. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved it. That and the FCS yeah. cha- championship game were my flight home viewing yesterday. And you know I'm a playoff only guy. I mean that's mm-hmm. this is what hockey is for me. It's a playoff sport. Really the same thing for the NBA. Yeah, I'll see regular season games from time to time, but this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Watching yesterday, first of all, the Vegas crowd. I was shocked when I saw the box score last night. Yep, I thought there was twelve thousand people there, fifteen thousand. Trent, I was there a week ago tonight, and I've never heard a building. You're a hundred percent right. The place, I've never been to a hockey game that is. Yeah, there's the game on the ice, but it's everything else around it, and. I don't know. In the beginning, I was. I'm not used to that, right? That's not how the hockey games yeah. that I went to. A little bit different on a pond. Yes, it is. Or, or even you know, going to Jets games, etc. And it's the it's the pomp, it's the noise, it's the PA guy, um, it's the between whistles, all the stuff that goes on, and the volume of the place. It's like nothing I'd heard before. And there was there were more people there. They just. Um, bumped up the capacity for yesterday's game. Oh, they did? Yes. But what a place T-Mobile Center is. Is it? It really is cool. It's a really neat building. Um, but yes, to your point, the uh, the acoustics, it's pretty good. 86. That's all there was? 86-83 was the announced attendance yesterday for so that. So I thought they, see, I thought, where were the, what was their last Monday? Seven something? I could, yeah, I can look back at it. Or maybe it's the next game. But yes, to your point, it is incredibly loud. And the game itself, my God, if the NHL's tried to, and look, it's not, they're not trying to, if they want to attempt to keep up with, you know, once the NBA gets here, because I think those playoffs are going to be unbelievable. Yes. Uh, including this week when the play ins start, um, the NHL really got off to a good start. And we're going to talk about that at the bottom of the hour with two hockey fans. So if you're a hockey fan, I know you think you're underserved. Your sport is in the market. Uh, we play the hits. And during the regular season, as much as it pains me to say, not really a hit. 7,500 announced last Monday. Is that what it was? Yeah. So just about 1,100 more or so. But sure sounded like it. It did. That yeah. was entertaining hockey. Uh, Fleury. Fury. Mm, Fleury, yeah. He is... Boy, what a cheap goal, too, huh? Yeah. But throughout that one, if every time Minnesota had a yeah. chance, he was right there. Fun one. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Saw a little bit of the Islanders game as I was waiting for some food at the airport. And more hockey than I anticipated I'd be watching on a Sunday. That is right? for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's a great sport. The playoffs are like, uh, like something we've... Um, I think it's the best playoff in sports. I do. Yeah, the NFL is unbelievable. Uh, the college football, it's fun. It's, there's not enough of them. Or there, that may change here in the next little while, which will take it up a notch if indeed they do expand. But there's, there's just, there's another level. And if you watched any of the Florida Tampa game last night, my good God, that was, uh, 
I, I don't know what other level there is for that series because that was game one for crying out loud. And that was unbelievable. Anyways, let's get Jeff in here. Then we'll get back into it. Baseball, uh, Lester and Schwarber back at Wrigley Field to start the week. And I think Lester pitches tonight, does he not? Oh, does he? I yeah. think he does. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the program. How are you? Ken, welcome back. You Thank know, you. I, say, um, I love Trump, but you were missed. Uh, we're a team. Gone, so. We're a team. That's good. It's good to know that there is a team. Yep. Uh, so real quick, uh, Saturday night. Um, you know, I just, first I want to say, you know, I love Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, everything that happened, you know, it, it's a terrible loss, but there's a guy that went in to the hall of fame that had five championships, three MVPs in the finals, two regular season MVPs and countless all-star appearances, just like Kobe did. And, you know, in my time frame, I was, you know, kind of in the 15, 16 year old watching the game at that time. I love Tim Duncan. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I think Tim Duncan, the big fundamental, mm-hmm. was better than Kobe Bryant. I know, I, I, in my belief, yeah. Kobe's getting a little pushed. Right. Know? Here, let's 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 get through the role. Well, different positions so, though. Different positions, but Kobe had Shaq, yeah. possibly the best the best center ever. Yeah. Okay. They won their first three titles. If you go look it up, I think Shaq averaged thirty and sixteen, and he was the three time MVP in the finals. So I think people forget about that. And then it, when you talked about Tim Duncan, that you have Ginobili and Parker, mm-hmm. those guys were drafted. Station, the Spurs had Shaq. They had a, they had a trade to get Shaq. Yeah. And they had Phil Jackson. Spurs had Popovich, so that's a wash. But if you look over their entire career and what you did for, I would say, you know, the organization, it don't, it don't, I don't want people to get twisted. Kobe was a fantastic player. I just think that he gets pushed up just a tad bit with what happened. And it is what it is, but man, Tim Duncan for a career, just how quiet and you know, how he took care of business. Um, so that's my hot take. Hey, Jeff, Secondly, I, quick question for yeah. you. How old are you? Yeah, 33. You're 33. See, it's I hung out with a group of guys this weekend that's 10 years younger than me, all 30, 31. And they took a toll on you, too. <laughs> that, that they did. <laughs> but I was amazed. So my, not even generation, just around my age, early 40s, late 30s, that... Mm-hmm. We're MJ guys. I mean, that that's mm-hmm. everybody is. And for the most part, unless you're a Lakers fan, you don't like Kobe. Because Kobe, he was the brash young kid. And But to see those guys, the way that they were sitting around the TV, as we're at a bachelor party, yet they're all around the TV as they're... For the induction For ceremony? the induction. It really? Was, it was that important. These guys all played high school basketball. They're all basketball fans. I Kobe, would say that that's a pretty boring bachelor party. <laughs> right. Well, it was 10 minutes, you know. But it, they were all there because that's how important he was right. to them. And I couldn't imagine it. I, I, I was his wife's speech, by the way? Right, which Jesus. was, it was really good. But yeah. I think that shows you that it's so difficult in these conversations because these guys mean so much mm-hmm. different to different people. And for that group, for a group of people, late 20s, early 30s, Kobe's their dude. And then what happened? You know, going back to mm-hmm. to January, it it does take it to another. Oh, sorry, yeah. Jeff, go ahead. Jeff, you no, have, go uh, ahead, real quick. With, with, with the Kobe thing, I think you know, just like Jordan, you know, he was Jordan's idol. You know, he has the Kobe shoes. He played in Los Angeles. He was a shooting guard. Yeah, I think it's a totally different thing that you know Tim Duncan in San Antonio went to Wake Forest, big power forward, didn't shoot threes, but he just had his lunch pail and he took care of business. And you got to remember that those Western Conference Finals. 
they were going through each other. The Spurs yeah. were going through the Lakers. The Lakers were going through the Spurs. Um, I just think that everybody gives Kobe love, and, and granted, it's 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 warranted. I just think Tim Duncan and to the somewhat Kevin Garnett, but you know, they were just so big uh, staples in the '90s, early 2000s basketball. Yep. Uh, last thing, real quick, uh, Jeff, we, we're going to stop paying you if you keep on here. <laughs> we, we got what we wanted. Lakers. LeBron, yeah. Steph, getting 46 points yesterday with nine rebounds, seven assists. I mean, just think if they had a healthy Clay Thompson mm. in the realm with Wiggins and Poole and others. I'm telling you guys, I know Golden State, this isn't the market. They are one piece away if they can get healthy, maybe not this year, but with Draymond Green and others. It's it's fun to watch. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Good to hear from you. And uh, they might get that piece as the T Wolves won too many games here the last ten days. I know they're going to lose their draft pick in the lottery because they're like protected seven... three. They're protected one, two, three. Correct. Yep. And right now they they have the six best Ugh. odds. So yeah, T Wolves are getting close. By the way, if you're a Garnett fan, there's a really good read in the Athletic. Oh really? Yeah, really good read in I the Athletic. Put that on the what, list. Not, more not. It's not entirely about Kevin Garnett the player. Just what made Kevin Garnett. Tick, and there's a really good antidote in there with a little nugget in there with Fred Hoiberg and with his oldest son Jack. And when Fred was going through his, I'm not going to spoil it. Read yeah. it; it's a really good read. Um, yeah, the Athletics such a and Wednesday night. Jeff's right. Warriors Lakers. I mean, you talk about important <sighs> television. I know it's going to be a great week. Trying we got golf. We got a golf major. Yeah, yeah. Baseball's going on. The Stanley Cup playoffs have been unbelievable. I'm going to keep harping it. If Get you, people involved. It, I, you know what this is. I know usually, you like to joke about. Oh, everybody's turning off their radio. No, learn something because you three will be able to do and well, I'll maybe add a gambling element or something to it. Well, that's people want to make it, some right? money. Yeah, absolutely. There is a gambling element. By the way, did you? Uh, I got killed. Oh, you did, Vegas. Oh, just crushed. So I wasn't able to bet out there in Arizona. Well, they they got legalized gambling. This not hasn't been it's passed, but not law. Right. So I was locked out of the accounts. So but what did you do? Well, I was able to fire at the horses, and uh, I might have made two appearances at the casino yes. in uh, in Scottsdale. So yeah, that happens. That happens. And mm. at least got the gambling itch out of the way that way. You know what I can say about being in Las Vegas, Trent? Um, Vegas is back. Just completely like... There, with, with, with one exception... And I, we were at the Mandalay Bay end of the Strip, so we were in the, New York, New York, mm-hmm. MGM. Played top golf, which was really fun. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, you know what the the one glaring omission is when I say Vegas is back? They can't get help. Yes. They can't get people to take the jobs. It's a service industry city like none other. They're having to... For instance, the Mandalay Bay. We stayed at Delano, which is attached to the Mandalay Bay. I like Delano because you don't have to go through the casino to get to your room. No, okay. blink, 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 blink. <laughs> you know, that just... Yes. Um, so I like staying at Delano, nice rooms, etc. And you, you walk through the tunnel, you're in the Mandalay Bay. And there's, I don't know, maybe four restaurants, five restaurants. But there's only one open at a time. Because they wow. can't get people to work. That's that's crazy. I I wish, and I, and this isn't just my opinion. This is talking to people that live there, mm-hmm. even cab drivers, Uber drivers. It's difficult to get one because, for whatever. Well, I guess I know the reason. I don't want to get into politics, right. um, um, but they just they don't want to go back to work. Yeah, I heard the same thing on the Uber side of things, uh-huh. and but even here, I mean, not just at a service industry place like you were at in Vegas, me in Scottsdale, but here, you know, a couple of my clients on the bar and restaurant side, one of them said. We could be opened up and basically be almost close to 100% capacity. We don't have enough servers. We don't have enough kitchen staff right. to do that. 
this is a pretty good sized place. Mm hmm. But that's where they are. That's where they continue to be. It's crazy. So how about Circa? We've been talking oh, about God. the Circa Sportsbook, so fill us in. It's just like you, it's just it's everything you expect. Yeah. It's kind of fantasy land, right? If you like to bet on sports, um hey, you found the right show. Right, yes. <laughs> because we're gonna talk about it. Uh not that the others don't, I'm sure they do. Um it's just it's 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 the pictures do it justice. I could, I'll say that. It looks as it's ridiculous. amazing. Now, I wish I would have been there, for instance, yesterday afternoon, instead of going to the Golden Knights game, to see a Golden Knights playoff game there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can only imagine, right? I can only, I can't get, I still can't believe it. How the desert has accepted NHL hockey the way they've embraced it. They just eat it. 24-7. And sure, the Raiders are going to, I would think, put a dent into it, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe the Vegas Athletics also making their way yeah, there? Yeah, you know what? They're the favorites, right? Mm-hmm. The, the favorites to uh, to get the... Um, where would they play? They They'd gotta, have to they build gotta, something new. Well, or do they do they try and squeeze, shoehorn it into a... Can you, I guess where I'm going... Can you play baseball in July when it's 119? Right. You have to have air conditioning. You have to. I think. Yeah, there's no way that you're able to do that mm-hmm. without a retractable roof. I mean, it's the same thing in Arizona. It's just a necessity. It mm-hmm. has to be done that way. The other thing you think about, they could probably do it at Allegiant. I wonder when that was built. Because, you know, when they Allegiant play, was built? Yeah. Two years ago. Right. If, if they just said, opened last year, they began building it. If, two years ago or three years ago? If baseball comes, though, gotcha. can we do this? Because mm. they play baseball at U.S. Bank Stadium up uh-huh. in Minneapolis, uh-huh. but they don't play Major League Baseball right. there. It's college baseball. It's high school games. That is a different level to play 81 games at a football stadium if it's not really mm-hmm. built for it. And even if it is built for it, Metrodome, there could be some problems <laughs> they come up with it, too. Yeah, I miss the Metrodome. So if it's not Vegas, where else would be? There's Norfolk. Portland. Yeah, Norfolk, Virginia has always been one of those. But don't you have to stay in the Pacific time zone because uh, then you'd be then shuffling you, things yeah, around. Yeah, you have to realign. It would just be easy. You don't want to. You don't want to put the Oakland Athletics in Montreal, right? Who I think will. Well, I shouldn't say that. I hope they get a team. Um, but you don't want the A's playing in the East because you know, right? you're either going to have a year or two where your divisions are all screwed up mm-hmm. or. You're moving divisions just to make that work, and then ultimately, what does that do? And kind of the trickle down effect. Now it's happened. I mean, we growing up, young guys, Brewers—they were American League team. Yeah, it's not that recent that they right. moved to the NL, and it no. worked incredibly well. And now they have a rivalry with everybody in the division, but that's not what it was. Seattle Seahawks—they were back in the AFC West for a long time. Yes. They were in the AFC West. You can count on that as a Broncos fan, putting two in the win column for a lot of those years. <laughs> Unbelievable. By the way, Denver not having a Monday night game for the first time since it was at 92. Yes. That just tells you that they, the league doesn't, I think, anyways, the league thinks they're going to stink and that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Denver Bronco. So as this has kind of settled down and now we're getting further and further away from the Aaron Rodgers drama of draft night to where we are today, you change your opinion? You know, honestly, I hope he stays in Green Bay. Yeah, I do. You said that a couple of times. Um, and look, I would love nothing more than one of the game's best to ever play the game to finish his career in Denver. Hey, eh? you're gonna have to pay a king's ransom. But he's a Packer, mm-hmm. and from where we sit, 
the Packers and the Bears and the Vikings and the Chiefs, and three of those teams are in the same division, move the needle, right? Right, yeah. And I want Green Bay to be relevant, and they are relevant when Aaron Rodgers. And I know it bothers Bears fans, and it should. Yes. It's just like Broncos fans going to have to put up with Patrick Mahomes for 15 years. And like Chiefs fans had to put up with John Elway for 10 years. Um, it's it, Everything comes full circle, but Mahomes' circle is just starting, sadly. I hope I hope Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, and I believe he's he's either going to stay in Green Bay, or he's not going to play. Oh, he's going to go that route. That's that's my call. I still think there's something out there. There's something different out there too. Is it a different team? You mean? Yeah. Is it something in the NFC? Is it a Washington? Can you trade him in the NFC? If that's the best deal, yeah. you know this whole oh we can only do it. Why cut down the number of teams that are going to Fair. offer you? Because ultimately. If you make the right decision, if you have done the right thing, mm-hmm. you're still going to be fine in Green Bay, mm-hmm. right? If you drafted the right guy in Jordan Love. Or you get Carr from Oakland in exchange. Right. But take the best deal. Don't just say, sorry to these 15 teams, no. we're not going to take your offer because he happened. And how often are you going to see them in an NFC Championship game? And you know what? If you do, that's okay. That means you did pretty well yourself yeah, Fair. if you're playing in the NFC Championship game against Aaron Rodgers. Indeed. Uh, 1025. I don't have the keywords, Trent Condon. Um, let's see if I do I in here. Because we're due to give one out. Indeed, it is time to hit another $1,000 home run. Go to KXNO.com. It's your chance to win $1,000. Once you get to KXNO.com, a pop-up box will appear. And once it does, enter the keyword joy. That's joy at KXNO.com. Keyword for our number one. We've got another one in the second hour of the program. We're Miller and Condon. We're underway for a Monday. We appreciate you spending some of it here with us. We're going to talk hockey. <laughs> and it's going to be fun. It is. I can't wait. I am looking forward to it. John Schaefer from WOI and Joe O'Donnell from the Iowa Wild. For now. For now. I wonder. It's, we'll see. He's a talented broadcaster. He is. He is. And as I've said over the last month or so, selfishly, I hope he stays. But at the same time, I hope he gets the hell out of here because that means he, he fulfilled a dream of getting to the show in the NHL. Either way, we've got Joe Donald, John Schaefer, next talk puck, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.5. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and now on 106.3 FM. This is KXNO. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. Appreciate you being here on this Monday. It's just past 1030. It's supposed to rain all week. Is that what I saw? Did yeah, you see that on yeah. your phone? Jesus. I did not get any mowing done last week before I left either. Oh, my. Yeah, it's, it's There's di- going to be a petition coming through the neighborhood, Condon. Those We've got condoms. a disaster happening out there. All right. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe O'Donnell, John Schaefer, Trent, I'm going to lean on you to get them both on the air. I'm not good at these. I believe we do have them, I though. I think we got them both. Well done. John, are you there? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good. Joe O'Donnell, you with us? What's up, fellas? Kenny, I know you can handle the technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I think John Schaefer might have seen more wild home games, Iowa wild home games, than you, Joe O'Donnell, this year. <laughs> I mean, John never misses, do you, Schaefer? No, I, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate. My wife scores some tickets from work, and... Uh, She's claimed first dibs on just about every home weekend series we could get. So it was a blast this year, even though we didn't get a postseason or, uh, yeah. and it was a shortened season. It was a blast catching those games. Absolutely. Joel, are you going up to uh, Minnesota to do anything during the playoff run? 
Uh, nothing officially, but if they continue to play good hockey, I'm going to sneak up there and at least try and watch the game. Yeah, don't blame me. I was a week ago tonight. I was in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Center. Have you guys seen the game there? It what an experience! It's so much more than the game. I mean, it came across as loud yesterday on TV with nine thousand people in the building. I couldn't believe it, fellas. Either of you seen the game there? Um, I have not, but. Sure. Uh, Sorry, John, talking to players and coaches and guys that have been in that building or, you know, you listen to the media, you know, writers, scribes, like, it's, it's unreal. It's not, it's it's unlike anything else the sports really had before from that standpoint. No, I'm with you. And that series, what a series it was. John, we'll start with you. Um, we, we saw an incredible display of goaltending in both nets last yesterday. Uh, Cam Talbot, who got the shutout for the Wild, and of course Marc-Andre Fleury, who's got a bunch of cups, some MVPs. Uh, he was standing on his head, as, as uh, sadly is the case in a lot of these overtime goals. It's a greasy one that gets by the goalie, and that's exactly what happened. But John Schaefer, uh, that was as entertaining if the NFL was looking to plant its flag on day number one, full-blown day one of the playoffs. Man, oh man, what a day of hockey. Let's start with the Wild and the Golden Knights, John. Yeah, what a, like you said, great goaltending on both ends, and that's that's like the the typical playoff hockey you want to see right there is great goaltending, gritty, you know, it was a feisty game all the way through, and then you knew it was going to be an ugly goal that won it. There was no way someone was going to beat one of those netminders clean yesterday, but I mean, that's that's what the Minnesota Wild need. They need some greasy goals, and uh, certainly, this is a matchup they have to like in this opening yeah. round. Indeed. Joe, what is it about the Wild that seemingly they've got the Golden Knights number? I don't know. And I was talking with one of our players yesterday because we had exit meetings. You know, these guys are heading out of town. And, and I just, you never know, will, will something like that carry over from the regular season of the playoffs, right? Where a team seems to have the other team's number or they've won a few in a row or it just seems like it doesn't work out for one side when they when they match up. And I was wondering if it would carry over. And you just, after game one, you have to be like, if you're Vegas, how do we beat this team? You know, I mean, I think Minnesota won five of the last six of the season series. Um, they take game one where they were they were outplayed in the first period, heavily outshot. I mean, and then yet at the end of the night, they they kind of steal home ice advantage back as, as Jewel Erickson gets the winner. So uh, I just think it's Minnesota – when they play their game, we talked about it all year, Kenny. They defend the right way. They check the right way. They make it hard on you. They've got good goaltending. If they don't spend a lot of time in the penalty box, you know, they're a team that nobody's going to want to play. And game one was, was a pure example of that. They played the right way once they got their legs underneath them. They made it hard on Vegas. And then they found a way to get it done. You mentioned, Joe, that you want to get up there and get to a game. Well, you have some connections, so you'll be able to do that. But for the average Joe that's listening right now and they want to see playoff hockey, do you know what the Wild, what their plan is? I know Minnesota's opening up a lot more. I saw the Twins by July 5th. They'll be at full capacity. What about the Wild as it pertains to playoff tickets? My sources have told me, and I don't know if it's going to get me in trouble or not because I don't know if it's public knowledge, but from what I hear, mm. if they get out of the first round, it could be a packed XL Energy Center. Oh. So we could be you know, two weeks really from, or less than that, you know, Minnesota Wild home playoff game if they're able to advance where, you know, it could be 18,000 people. So hopefully that holds true. Hopefully that, you know, they, whoever is making those decisions up there hasn't changed sort of their, uh, you know, the, the policies and such. But from what I'm understanding, um, 
if they get out of the first round, it could be it could be an absolute uh, mm-hmm. a game changer for them, momentum wise and atmosphere wise up there. One more uh, on the wild is if they find a way to get past Vegas. Colorado is a behemoth, mm-hmm. but they have struggled so much against the Blues this year. Schaefer, am I crazy? Would you almost rather play Colorado in the in the second round as opposed to St. Louis, just because of those same struggles we kind of talked about that Vegas has with Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those situations where the Blues have a ton of experience. So, I mean, they're they're a couple of years removed, obviously, from that big run, and um, but still, experience is everything, and and it's all about matchups at this point in the year, and who's got the legs left and some of that depth. I mean, right now is when that third and fourth line can really be a factor, and and so I think you definitely would probably want to see Colorado right now with the way the Blues can certainly change a tilt, but I, I mean. I think goal number one, get through this round with Vegas and try to keep your legs under you for round two because this is it seems like it's going to be one of those rounds for the Wild that's going to wear them down a little bit too. That Colorado roster, boys, I mean, McKinnon and Landeskog and <laughs> McCarr is unbelievable, getting good goaltending. I, I hope that's what we get. I, I hope that Colorado does advance because the Central Division, whoever it is, if it's Minnesota uh, or if it's Vegas going up against Colorado, that that's going to be terrific. Uh, John, we'll stay with you. I don't know if you had a chance last night. Tampa Bay and Florida, we know that playoff hockey ratchets up a notch. What we saw last night, that first period was as good a first period as I've seen in a long time and that was period number one of an incredibly long stretch through these playoffs Tampa Bay and Florida this is a nasty nasty series with a whole lot of skill injected into it this might be as appointment TV as any of the first rounds of the playoffs did you see that last night yeah I mean you couldn't ask for a better better rivalry to open up the playoffs either I mean the battle for Florida is real and um, it's about time the Panthers were a formidable opponent for Tampa right now. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of nastiness, a lot of grittiness. And, and honestly, I think that's kind of the game Tampa Bay has to play if they want to come out of this series with a few wins because Florida is, is a pretty stacked team with a really solid netminder. And so it's just a situation where every whistle, it seemed like they were in each other's faces. They were getting after each other. And, you know, for, for the casual fan, that draws people in. And I think, you know, Hockey-minded people are so want to see the finesse side of things, but average shows just kind of want to see that toughness, that meanness that hockey brings out and the physicality that, that comes with it. Let's all go on record here. Let's try and pick the four divisions, and then we'll obviously we'll be down to the, uh, uh, the semifinals. So let's start in the East where we've got Pittsburgh and the Islanders and Boston and Washington. Joe, we'll start with you. Islanders versus Pittsburgh, uh, Boston, and, uh, Boston and the Capitals. Eventually, when it's all said and done, who's going to prevail from the East? And that's a tough one. Um, Pittsburgh was playing great hockey down the stretch, and as much as it pains me to say that, being from Philly, like <laughs> you know, they're hard to they're hard to balance when you've got Crosby lead the way. But yeah. I didn't see a ton of that game yesterday. But it's my understanding they didn't get very good goaltending. Nope, they did. Um, and if you're not going to get good goaltending, you got no shot. So I'm going to take the Islanders to beat the Penguins. Um, I think that the Bruins ultimately will take down the Caps. And then I think it's going to be the Islanders that come out of that mm. division. I just love the way they play. I think Barry Tr- Barry Trotz has them dialed in. We saw it last year in the bubble. Um, I think if if you know if their young goaltender, the Islanders can can sort of fight his way through you know this this first series against the Penguins. I think the Islanders ultimately come out of the East. All right, I'm writing this down, fellas. So when we reconvene here for the <laughs> uh, John, who's going to win the East? 
I think Boston comes out of it, to be honest. I, I know that they uh, got snubbed the other night by the Caps, but, you know, Ovechkin in particular struggles against Boston. He's got a minus 13 plus minus and only has two goals in eight games against them this season. So mm-hmm. um, when, if you can take Ovi out of a series, I think that becomes a big part of it. So I think Boston gets by the Caps. Um, I think Penguins come back and, and take the Islanders as much as I, I kind of like what Joe had to say about the Islanders. They're a fun team to watch, but uh, I, I don't know if Sid the Kid lets this one slide away from him again this year. And so I like those two to meet. And then I, I think Boston, Boston's just got too many goal scorers and, and really solid solid goaltending. So I think those that's who comes out of that one. Trent, you have an opinion on the East? I do. I got Washington here. I looked Take at their top four uh, scores and... I knew all their names, so that's enough for me. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going to go with John Schaefer. I'm going to take the Bruins to win. Um, to give me the Bruins in the East. All right, let's go to the West. Minnesota, Vegas, St. Louis, and Colorado. Uh, Joe O'Donnell, you go first. Who is going to win the West? I value my job security. The Minnesota <laughs> Wild will win the on the West Division. All right, uh, Trent Condon, who wins the West? Uh, I will go with Colorado. I'll take the talent there. Give me the Lanch. Uh, that they are so they're so evenly matched. These top three teams are. Uh, you, John Schaefer, who's going to come out? Who prevails in the West? Me and Trent need to go grab a beer, apparently, because I'm going Colorado. Uh, you know, I think I think it's one of those where. They just match up well. They get, like you mentioned, they've got so many goal scorers too. And, and as, as much as I want to see the Wild get there, I think Colorado's just got the goods to do it this year. Yeah, I'm with you. Colorado's so damn good. They got so many guys. Uh, they're so deep. Rantanen, McKinnon, even Nazem Kadri's got it. Plays a big role there. Nachushkin, he's had, uh, uh, he's he's been much better. You know, let me let me digress a little bit. Back to the Wild here. Maybe Joe, you would know this. When did Ryan Hartman get good? <laughs> It's a great question. He earned himself a nice contract oh. extension this year, too, because of it. Um, listen, he is a guy that they can play at wing. They can play at center. Um, he plays the right way. Again, that's why you know Minnesota is such a hard team to match mm-hmm. up against because they have guys like Hartman playing you know, uh, on one line. They have Jewel Erickson Eck, who's a pain in the butt on another line. Uh, I know that they love the Nico Sturm trio with, with Benino down there. I mean, they're just... They're a hardworking threesome out there on the ice. And then you've got, you know, Caprice off of Fial. They can score goals on the blink of an eye with that skill. So uh, to answer your question, Ryan Hartman, maybe just a, a little bit of a late bloomer, but he's been given a chance. When he Earlier this year when he got that contract extension, they asked him about killing penalties. He said he'd never killed penalties at any point in his career until he got to Minnesota. I mean, that was, he was in Chicago. He was in Dallas for a cup of coffee. He was in Philly for a cup of coffee. He comes to Minnesota, and now they've got him killing penalties. He's one of the best penalty killers on their team and maybe in the league right now. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you just need co- you know, trust from the coaching staff, trust from management. He's a former Blackhawks first-rounder. Obviously, there was yep. some pedigree there. And he's really coming into his own right now. It's great to see. No, he really has. I mean, I watched him a lot as a fan of a team in the Central Division, and I never realized this guy was this good. Boy, he had a huge game yesterday. He just couldn't light the lamp, but that goes for a lot of them. All right, so let's uh, let's continue on here. What have we got left? Do you want to go to Canada, or do we want to? Let's save that for last. Let's... Uh, what are we? What are we missing? The central. Uh, the central. So let's go to the central. central. Uh, Nashville and Carolina, Tampa and uh, well, Florida and Tampa. I'll do it that way. Um, 
Trent Condon, you first. I- I'm going to take the team down 0-1 already in the series. I had a Florida Panthers jersey in high school. It doesn't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. Wish it still did. So uh, <laughs> I know nothing else. Pavel Bure played there 25 yep. years ago. The rats on the ice. Yeah, give me the Panthers. John Van Beesbrook, is that the run? John Van Beesbrook Look at that. Absolutely. <laughs> Flaunting my hockey knowledge. Indeed you are. John Schaefer, you get the chance to flaunt yours. Who's going to win the Central? I'm taking Carolina. I think mm-hmm. they've got a great first-round matchup against Nashville, and, and that they should walk through that one pretty easily. And and I think they can handle either one of Florida or Tampa. So I actually like Carolina to, to make some nice noise here. All right. How about you, Joe, uh, Joe O'Donnell? I had some very smart people tell me yesterday that they don't think whoever wins Tampa, Florida, is going to win another round. Really? Because of how brutal it's going to be on the on the, on the the take the toll on the body. Mm-hmm. So I'll take Tampa to win the series because they have the early advantage. Uh, I don't know that Florida can come back and beat them now that they're down one nothing. And I, too, will take Carolina to ultimately win the division. But I would not count out Nashville as an easy easy opponent because they were playing their best hockey of the year down the stretch. Mm -hmm. That's how they got in the playoffs, and teams like that always get in trouble. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take Tampa, uh, and that's good advice, Joe, because this is going to be, it already is, at least if last night's uh, game is any indication, an incredibly physical series. Uh, But just getting the dudes, I mean, look what Kucherov did last night. He hadn't played all year long. Yesterday was his first game of the year, and he scores a pair. He's so good. Uh, Con Smythe winner. Stamkos isn't once what he or what he once was rather, but good goaltending. Point. Uh, Sorelli, Kalorn. Uh, they've got some dudes. I'll take Tampa uh, to come out of the Central. All right, let's go north, shall we? Where Toronto uh, will host Montreal. How about that for a first round matchup? The country's going crazy. At least the eastern part of the country is. Maple Leafs and the Habs, Jets and the Oilers. Uh, series that we saw a lot in the 80s. Sadly, it didn't go well for the Jets in the 80s because of 99 and company. Um, Joe, first in the north, who do you think will prevail from the Canadian division? Everything I read all year long is that the Toronto Maple Leafs were the class and it wasn't particularly close. So I'll stick with the Leafs. If they get any form of goaltending, I think they breeze through the Canadian division. I think you're right. Um, selfishly, obviously I want the Jets to win. I don't think they will. But I want to see Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. I think they're the two best players in the world. I know there's a lot of Sidney Crosby love out there. I've gone on record. I think that the best American-born player Maybe not now. Might still be Patrick Kane. In a couple of years, Austin Matthews is going to take that torch, and he will be known as the greatest American hockey player of all time. I hope we get those two. I will take I, – I can't pick Toronto. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take Edmonton. How about you, John Schaefer? I, I, I do like uh, the Maple Leafs there, and I'm with you. I want to see McDavid versus Matthews. I mean, talk about rising stars, Oof. and maybe because – we're in the U.S. They're two guys that don't get a ton of attention from uh, from our market, so to speak. But they've been great for the young, rising players in this sport, and uh, certainly drawing an eye back and some crazy good hand speed shot. I mean, they do it all. So I'd love to see those two in the next round. But I'm taking Maple Leafs. Trent Oilers for me. It's uh, the show against the guests here today. Yeah, indeed. We both we both although I think I think that the I think the boys are right. I think Toronto will prevail. All right, last thing guys. Uh Stanley Cup, who's gonna have a parade? What city is going to have a parade? Uh John Schaefer. Um, I am gonna go Boston. I think Boston's just you know, they've been solid all season mm-hmm. and I know they call I think it's gonna be Boston, Colorado for the cup, and I do think Boston is gonna come out of it again. 
their their perfection line is so much fun and, and they're close to it. Um, and it's going to be a heck of a series when it gets there. I think it goes six or seven, but I think Boston prevails and has a parade. Uh, Joe O'Donnell, who, what city is the parade in? You know, it would be great for the sport of hockey, Kenny. The, the, the state of hockey. The first Stanley Cup championship in, uh, in, in Canadian history since 1993. Yeah. And so maybe it'll be the Toronto Maple Leafs when it's all said and done, and, and Austin Matthews can get his name on the cup for the first time. I think that, that would be a, it would be a great story. Obviously, wouldn't place as much as in the U.S., but uh, you know they haven't won a cup the, the Canadian provinces mm-hmm. since '93 when Montreal did it. I think that'd be an outstanding storyline. Um, but you know what would hurt? Honestly, it? You know what would hurt it, Joe? And it would just kind of be appropriate for the fans in Toronto. They wouldn't get to see it because they're going to have to leave. The, they're going to have to leave the country, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I know. We talked about this yeah. last time I was on with you, and I haven't heard too much. About I think it they since, are. Like, how are they going to figure this out? I mean, that's a huge thing for the league. I imagine it would be appropriate for the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the Stanley Cup, and they were doing it right. in the U.S. Yeah, I heard June 1st is the deadline. I think I read that somewhere, that they have to decide by June 1st if they're going to allow fans um, in in the building, or allow the teams, rather. the opposite. I don't think they'll allow fans, but whoever Toronto would be playing, if they would even allow that team Across the border, which is as of today, they can't. Trent, who's going to win the cup? I got Colorado. You've talked about him a lot. It's the little hockey I've seen the regular season, a lot of late nights. I will go with the Lanch. I think you're on the right team. I'm hoping for the Wild selfishly. That'd be a great story. Give me Tampa Bay, boys. I'm going to take Tampa back to back. Hey, wow. fellas, uh, John Schaefer, Joe O'Donnell. Uh, great to talk puck with you. Um, before the Stanley Cup final, we'll uh, do 10 minutes on how we think it's going to um, play out, if that's okay with you guys. Sounds great. Thanks, Kenny. Good to talk to you, Joe. Thanks, Sounds John. Good. Thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you. Take care, boys. Talking a little puck with John Schaefer from WOI and Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Iowa Wild. We'll come back, finish up the hour. Hour number two, Matt Snyder. We'll catch up on baseball, cbssports.com. Scott Dockerman is here. Uh, if you're a fan, if you're a subscriber to The Athletic Boy, it's a good mailbag. Uh, we'll get into that uh, with Scott Dockerman at 11.30, Miller and Condon till noon, 1460 KXNO, 106.0. Soap and Laundry. minutes or so of our number one. Marv Albert calling it a career. Trent, you remember, of course, what an incredible career, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't overlook what the um, thing dress up and drag or bite his girlfriend or uh, I was... Um, Tabloids love that oh, one in New York. But here's my question. That happened in the mid-90s? Yeah. Late seems 90s? about right. Yeah. If that happened Last year, two years ago, when Marv Albert was kind of in the beginning of his career, does he get in? Because he got another chance, man. He, he got did. back to the pinnacle. And he was away for a while. For a while, yep. For a while. But boy, he's done some, he's called some incredible. I mean, he was 55 years in the NBA. That's Think what nuts. this guy's seen, for crying out loud. He was the radio guy initially for the Knicks, is that right? Uh huh. Radio, then, TV, mm-hmm. he did hockey, he did, um, he did the NCAA tournament for a while. Uh huh. One uh, Stanley Cup, one nugget on the sports media world. Uh huh. 
2022 is when DirecTV's exclusivity for Sunday Ticket comes to pass. Okay. I saw an article uh, on my way back on the flight yesterday. And who's... ESPN Plus potentially getting involved mm-hmm. with that. I mean, you think of a boon mm-hmm. or ESPN Plus, absolutely. Why doesn't the NFL, though, just do it themselves? Do they need to have a partner? Yeah, interesting point. Don't they own a... Why, why fish it out? Farm mm-hmm. it out? Mm-hmm. Just have your own platform. Make your own platform. You got time to do it. Right. It's not till after the 2022 regular season. Seems like financially it'd make a lot more sense. Uh, and ESPN's making cuts, and I guess in advance of having to write that check. Right. Boy, Kenny Main, 61% pay cut. Take it or leave it. He left it. Good for him. Hour two coming up. 1460, 106.3 FM.